מרגישים קיץ באוויר. shiny dream it's not enough and we should give place to the challenges that we are dealing with trying to build the Kaila and you are a, you are an expert in education and you are here in camp as the head of the education staff and I wondered how do you relate to the challenge of the intergenerations, the passing of the community between generations. I think when Ramah camps were started, there was a very specific vision of what Ramah camps were supposed to look like. Supposed to be Hebrew speaking, they were supposed to be really countercultural, really committed to Jewish and religious observance, and it was supposed to be a place for the elite of the conservative movement to really come and to learn what Jewish life could be and the idea is that they were supposed to transfer all of that to the communities that they live in during the year and transform Jewish life in that way um, in some ways I think the mission of Ramah has been really really successful and I think that 2019 is really different than 70 years ago why is it so different than I think we live in a very different world with different challenges and different opportunities. Um, I think kids are different today. I think families are different today. I, I think for me, the biggest question is um, America's built on this idea of rugged individualism. It's all about me and my choice. And Judaism isn't about an individual and their choice. It's about a collective. It's about... being in a community and being obligated to behave in a certain way and to practice in a certain way that makes you part of the community. And I think that 
especially for Americans today, I think that's a very foreign notion. And I, I, it's hard to, to try to treat, create that counterculture when you're the backdrop in which we're all operating is one that values personal choice over anything else. You think that uh, 2019 teenagers, they're growing up as individuals and they just care for themselves in some sort of way? I mean, I don't know if I don't know if it's that cynical that they only care about themselves, but I think this whole you do you idea is really powerful. I think like people are certainly looking out for themselves. I think the world is pretty scary, so I understand that tendency. And I think the world is telling them that that's really important value in an, in a lot of positive ways too, that you have a voice, that you have agency, that you matter. I think all of that is really, really critical. But I also think that that does in some ways challenge this idea of what does it mean to have a responsibility to something beyond yourself. Do you think that too extreme individuality can lead to solitude? I think we're seeing that play out for kids. I think anxiety is the anxiety rates are high, depression rates are high. I think people feel lonely. Um, so I would say, Yes, and I think Judaism offers a way to balance that. I think Judaism is saying you matter and being part of something matters and being part of something that's committed to making a better place for all of us to live is really important. Um, I think another really big challenge in addition to this sort of the backdrop of American life with the focus on the individual is also this question of how do we balance the Our particular Jewish values and sort of universal values that we all hope to embrace so um, I think there are certain just sort of general things like how to be a good person and how to embrace diversity I think all of those things are just sort of larger universal values and I think it's really hard for us to figure out how to speak to those in a way that feels like As part of our Jewish identity not as sort of just part of like how we are in the world generally but how do we how is that in a way that we sort of live our Jewish lives I don't know if this is yes sense. I remember myself like uh, growing up uh, I think one of the things that uh, really confused me was that uh, I felt that I need to correspond to two different standards like I I need to be a good person and a good Jew. And what is more important if there is, a, if there is something that uh, contradicts between those two? And or if they're the same thing. Like if being a good Jew just means being a good person, then like why do I need the Jewish piece? So I think also being able to speak to that question is really important. And I, I think we're still working on developing that language. in a way that really speaks to kids because I don't think they're the same like I think being good Jew means being good person and it means a lot of other things too and it's not just being a good person okay can you try to to think loudly uh, what what Judaism adds to this uh, universal site I mean I think there's I think there's a lot I think there's Like ritual practice which is important like I think there's actually uh, this idea of obligation which is different and it, and I actually think the obligation in terms of like the 
behaviors is one piece, but also you're not, it's not a choice to behave in a certain way, like to act in a certain way in the world. It's not a choice whether you want to give tzedakah. You have to give tzedakah whether you want to or not. It's not a choice whether you want to be uh, welcoming to someone. Those aren't optional. I think in the rest of the world, it's like encouraged. Oh, it's like a good thing. You should do this. But it's still left up to you whether you want to behave in that way. But in Judaism, we say, actually, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's part of what it means to be a Jew is to emulate God in this way and to and to act in a certain way in accordance with this idea of the kind of community that we want to build. I don't know if that resonates. So again, we are getting like to uh, the idea of this extreme individualism, like uh, uh, how Judaism respond to it, because if the extreme individualism says, I will do something only if I'm totally confi- uh, convinced that this is what I would like to do and uh, I'm totally convinced that uh, I will get something out of it and so on and so on so Judaism said no, you will do it because because you will do it because th- there is there is a story that you take parts in and there is a community that you are part of yes and I also think that I, I think always Growing up, I always thought like, oh, you know, you need to have a compelling reason to do something. It's like, so give me a reason that I should, whatever it is, fill in the blank, keep kosher, where to fill in, whatever it is. And I actually think now I've come to appreciate the process a lot more. Like, I I think part of the way that we as human beings learn is you actually do something and that's part of your learning experience. Like, you might not have a good reason, but the act of engaging in something is of how we learn its value. Shalvat Pdidut Gdola Al Merchavana Chalonot Pduchim Lirvacha El Tchelet Mama Gesharim Yesharim Ukvohim Beinet Molu Yes, me 
Also, the, the learning uh, will lose its function very quick. But if you are doing it, uh, I do believe that we're doing it quite too much in Judaism, but uh, this is another <laughs> topic. Yeah. But, but uh, doing it regularly g- gives you the option to, to find different meanings along the way because it's something that you're just doing. Right, and it's something that you're doing with ease, eventually, like with some sort of facility, and also with other people. So the meaning isn't just about the meaning that you're constructing, but it's the meaning that you're constructing within this larger context, which I think can be really powerful. And I, that's part of why camp, I think, is so amazing and so successful as a vehicle for building Jewish identity. Because we immerse kids and we immerse grown-ups in... and emerging adults in a community that's doing certain things and that 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 takes on a certain meaning from the act of living in this space camp is a very good example because if i will ask i think anyone like what excites you about camp 
I think most of the campers will say the canteen, but after they will say the canteen... <laughs> then the agam. The, the agam, yes, the water toys, but then they, they will have nothing left. But Except but for Yahadu. Yes, yes. This, this is be on top of the canteen, yes. Yes. Uh, once I offered someone an ice cream or a Yahadut class, and he came to Yahadut class. Obviously. Uh, but... but uh, but really, like, so many of the campers and the staff, like, they're here, they're enjoying it here very much, but there is no specific thing that, uh, that they can say that everything is centered about. It's, it's just the being, the sense of being is, is part of this... Uh, it's a kibbutz, actually, over here. And I think that's part of its greatest strength and also one of its major challenges. So what happens? We've created a lot of meaning within this space and then kids go home and we all go home. And if, it's, if the Jewish piece is so dependent on the immersive context, how can we help find ways of accessing that outside of this space? It's a great question. Do you have any idea? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think part of it is that's why, part of why camp works also is because the relationships are so powerful. So I think maintaining those relationships, finding ways to, to keep up those relationships during the year helps. Um, and I think part of it is engaging with those questions really directly and thinking about, so like what are, I mean, this is, I guess, the, the education part. Right, so things happen, but education happens when you reflect on what's happening and make sense of it. So offering all of us an opportunity, especially the Chanichim, an opportunity to think about, okay, like, like what, what, is, what is it that I value here? What is it, what are the practices that are meaningful to me? What are the behaviors? What are the, what is it that I wanna take with me and how might that, why is that important to me? And if that's important to me here, how might I, I continue to find that wherever I am. So I think there's a resilience that we need to help kids build. Um, and I think a lot of that is through offering these real opportunities for thoughtful reflection so they can make sense of everything that's happening around them. Really, like, it's, it sounds to me like uh, such a break. Like, uh, the world out there, it's so, it's so different uh, uh, from what we have here yeah thank god <laughs> yeah. thanks god but uh but really if we are putting all of our judaism in in this drawer so um do, do you think that a uh, camp can really give tools for that 10 months that uh, that are after i mean yes and no but I do like to think that we're fortifying kids. <laughs> like we're giving them like an extra boost. Like we're giving them an extra layer um, and hopefully developing really strong connections and really strong engagement that can help carry them. But, um, but I don't know, I think it's, it's a huge, it's, and it's not a new challenge. I think it's a yes, big uh, challenge. This idea of transfer, there's an old joke. It's okay. Not a, it's not a funny joke, but it's an old joke. 
that a kid comes home from summer camp and complains that they can't do Havdalah at home because there's no lake. <laughs> so this idea of like, how do you transfer these experiences? I think it's a, it's a really tough question, but I am hoping that we're at least, and I don't think it happens over one summer immediately, but like this continued exposure and thoughtfulness I think hopefully can build something. I will try to compare it to the high holidays because it's also something like that oh. is very intensive that you get like so much a uh, uh, Jewish experience with such a short time and uh, here it's not only the kids, the campers, it's all, all of the of Jewish us. world. Yeah. And you have Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and then Sukkot and Sukkot Torah, which they are a bit uh, lower keys. Um, and, uh, and like it's, it is so much. And then you, you always think that uh, here, from this point, I will be different. And then two weeks later, you are back, or I, w- I, will, uh, I will add a, a question mark. Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a really good point, and it's, a, it's an interesting parallel. I would say the one difference, for me at least, is that I find, like the hol- high holidays, I always say it's like, oh, it's so unfortunate that so many people come to shul. Like of all the times of year that they're going to come to shul in the high holidays, it's so unfortunate because it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> and I find it like it's, it's so much more inaccessible. Like it's talking about these really heavy, big themes. And it feels, for me, like it doesn't feel intimate and personal in the way that like Shabbat feels. And I understand that people have different experiences with it. But I feel like that seems, well, for me at least, that seems a difference between like, you know, the... The, that one small period of time carrying you through the rest of the year and like whether it's lasting changes or not and camp which for me feels like so accessible and so deeply personal so I, I don't know if that means it has a longer lasting effect but I don't know yes but uh, really in the high holidays as you said there are so many people but everyone is with his self. Yeah. And, and here in camp, there is the community. Uh, uh, but uh, it's spread all around the United States. Uh, yeah. All around the world. All around the world. A week from now, we will be... All around the world. Yes. Um, but uh, as you said, it's, it's not about one summer. It's about creating... A creating a routine and coming back and like uh, one of the things that uh, always impressed me is how people can come back to camp year after year after year and uh, we have here people that are here for much more than a decade, much more than a decade, and it seems like uh, it is an anchor of uh, of their Jewish life. Yes, definitely. 
And I think that's also why I think being on staff is really important. Being able to have that experience as a young adult and think in real ways about the way that it's going to influence how you live your life in a way that just is impossible when you're living at home. Like the decisions you make when you're living at home, there are a lot of different factors like, oh, they're your parents. There's, you know, there's all these things that you don't get to make your choices. But like as a young person who's like starting college or in college or moving out of college and starting their lives, you know, they, a lot of decisions. Do you think that parents send their kids over here also in some sort of way to revive their own camp experience? Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people who grew up here send their kids, so there's that. Let's go again to what's happening in camp. Which things do you think uh, could be more emphasized and uh, to create a stronger sense of Judaism and stronger sense of community? Do you have any ideas? <laughs> For me, it's like creating the recognition Ju- that Judaism and the Jewish library belongs to the campers because they're having a Jewish setting here, but uh, when it's coming like to Judaism in the cap- with the capital J, like mm-hmm. to speak about Judaism and to... And to think about the different sources and the different questions that uh, that Judaism raises, they lost the, their tongue, like uh, they don't know what to say. For me, this is probably the main challenge because uh, Judaism never belonged to the rabbi and never belonged like to the scholars. Loba uh, Shamaim he and. Uh, and we are speaking about campers in in such an important period of life, like uh, the campers through the campers they are going through the bar mitzvah and they are moving from elementary school to middle school to high school and um I would like them to learn to. To speak about Judaism as something that belonged to them and not as something that uh, that just uh, someone tells them to do. Yeah, I love that. I agree. And I think also, again, I think I think it's also important, really important for us to think about the staff experience, especially because. They're just a really, in the same way, they're in a really critical place in their life with so many questions and so many transitions and being able to offer them this, this gift that's theirs and a lens for seeing the world and understanding the world. Um, I think it's an important piece to, to pay attention to. I guess I would also say... Um, I would love it. We have a, like for a Jewish summer camp, like a pretty remarkably diverse community. And I'd love to be able to figure out a way to hear more of those diverse stories and sort of honor those diverse experiences. Uh, So here it's a great uh, place to advertise uh, this radio called Ramah. 
Besides the, the programs that the campers are doing, we have a special program for the Mishlachat. And another special program that uh, we are just now broadcasting, it's called Africa Hebraica, in which uh, in each episode, one of the one of the people who works here from the Jewish communities in Africa come and uh, speak about their own That's community. Amazing. I'm so thank you for telling me. I didn't know. Yes, so we have one episode about the community in Uganda, one episode about the community in Nigeria, one episode about Zimbabwe, and one episode about Ethiopia. That's amazing. It is. I'm so excited to hear. It is. I will send you a link. Please do. And uh, we will have also a link here on the website, so you can click and uh, listen to to it. And That's really, great. it's uh, it is like uh, there is such a, an opportunity to meet Judaism from uh, so many different places in the world and uh, to encounter one another. And here, um, this is uh, one other challenge that I find here is that uh, because the camp is pretty big, yes, it's very difficult uh, to communicate. And uh, even when you have something to say, to realize um, who would like to listen to it, or you want to listen to someone, but who will speak? And uh, and um, I think that this uh, this size of camp can be a real blessing because it can create a freedom that is just filled with different opportunity. But we we need to learn how to how to use this side uh, to to create a custom size uh, electives and classes and so on. Yes, yes. And that's why I think it's also so awesome, the work that you're doing here, because you're able Thank to you. do that. Thank you. So. <laughs> Thank you very much, Abby Arman. I was David Goodman. Shomim Keila, Kan Bekol Rama, Tochnit Achrona Shela Kaitz. We will see you. Next to When you. I get myself in there I try not to think about the past I've been walking up on it Ooh, yeah Wondering how far can this thing blast And I've been saying
אתם מאזינים לשידור ישיר ממחנה רמה בברקשיירס. מרגישים קיץ באוויר. 